hello, beautiful people. Happy Monday night. Wow, I did it. It's very late for me right now. Um, very late, meaning 8 p.m. Um, it. I wanted a productive, positive Monday, and that is exactly what I had. I just got done with uh, my last class of the day. I learned lots of things today, which is awesome. Tonight's letter is O, and I love <laughs> the same thing happened today. I, I think I mentioned this yesterday about how one word jumps out at me, it seems. One seems to be like a fan favorite. It's just kind of the same rhythm day to day. So let me share with you the, sorry, <laughs> I am like multitasking away here and I shouldn't be. Okay, so the very first one that was one of the fan favorites was optimistic, hopeful and confident about the future. I'm in generally an optimistic kind of person. I think that it brings a lot of value to surviving life in the day. <laughs> you know, it, it, I realize the, the more I continue to change in the, in the path that I'm on and the people I surround myself with, that when I get like a Debbie Downer around me, I am like wanting no part of it. It's too draining draining is the right word so i'm i'm always going to be an advocate for optimism of course i'm getting a little more entrenched in the whole everything happens for a reason and my my faith in the universe and if i if i'm negative then i'm going to attract negative and i don't really want to do that so if i stay happy pants and optimistic I think that everything turns out better. The next word. Okay, I pressed pause because my <laughs> my biking buddy, who is the exact opposite of optimistic, is trying to buy a bicycle and he's texting me and I told him he can use mine. So he better be all rainbows and happy in the morning or I'll have to kick his ass. Anyway, <laughs> the next word, and this one was only posted by one person, and it might have been maybe even my mother or Jen. I'm not sure, but I like this one. It is outspoken. Frank in stating one's opinions, especially if they're critical or controversial. I like to think of myself as a little outspoken. As you guys know, I don't. I think some of the things we talk about here could be controversial, but my stance on a lot of the topics, especially because they're heavy, is to be what actually is our last word, open-minded, which, oh my God, right? That's part of how and being open-minded is, is just key. Like, that's my opinion. But back to outspoken. So, yeah, so I definitely am the one in the crowd usually that 
has something to say or has a question. I don't know how to just sit back and be quiet generally. But I also don't look for conflict. So I don't even know if I'm going against the definition of outspoken. There are folks that are outspoken to a a point of almost being dangerous, you know, just kind of, and by dangerous, I mean generating conflict or, you know, getting people riled up just for the fun of it. That's not necessarily what I do. I'm just, I'm, I am frank. I do state my opinions, but I definitely am not looking for controversy per se. I would like, I would like all of us to be as outspoken as possible when it comes to problem gambling awareness and addiction. That is something that I guess I will be controversial about as I, as I go forward with, with my dreams and my vision. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be quiet about it anymore. I'm not gonna, you know, like, I guess one example could be, and I, w- I would never start trouble, but say office uh, office parties in March with the March Madness and the sell in the brackets or the lotto gets big or whatever. I'm outspoken in the sense that I'm never going to tell anybody they can't do it. I'd never go to HR or whatever, even though it is against policies, gambling on company grounds, whatever. But I will make sure that people know and by and by being outspoken about it and not not hiding behind it I'll make sure people know that I'm a gambler in recovery and not try to make them feel awkward about it but let them know that they don't know what they don't know so hopefully tone it down there is one of my friends she's so cute she tries to actually like hide or go to people's desks to collect money when I'm not at my desk, like if they're in close proximity. So I think she means well. And I'm not saying that everybody that gambles has a problem gambling. <laughs> it's just interesting. But anyway, so I would like to see, you know, the the tribe of people that I want to be associated with having a voice for recovery and gambling awareness. And then back to open-minded. If I wasn't open-minded about my recovery and what people have to say to me or about me, meaning like the counselors or people in my group. If I, if I had it, the Bobby, the Bobby knows best always mentality that, oh, by the way, I had, I had my share of for lots of years I, I didn't evolve that way. I didn't get better that way. When you think you know it all, how are you growing? So I think you have to be open-minded in order to evolve. That would be the basic principle of why I think that's so important. And I love now learning and taking other people's opinions. And then when I apply them and get a better result than if I tried it my way. It just validates why open-mindedness is so awesome. I mean, today, well, Friday, I had a call with, we were in a group Q&A session, and I'll be, you know what? I'll be completely honest with you. We were talking about 
the way I can try to help gamblers and as far as coaching and, and helping them along. And my coach was in a class with another coach that's focused on addiction. And it sounded like that coach was not making good progress, you know, like approaching it from an addiction standpoint. Because if you're a problem gambler, you you mean, and he wasn't focused just on gambling. I think he was on substance use or whatever. There's a lot of emotions that when you're still in the addiction that you don't want to admit or you might have the guilt or the shame or the whatever. People don't talk about it as open as I talk about it at this, you know, I'm at this place where I can talk about it. And even still, there's days and depending on who I'm speaking to where I get pretty emotional about what's going on or about, you know, my gambling history. So he brings it up and he says, you know, Bobby, I I don't know if you want to go out there calling it, you know, gambling awareness and and saying that you want to work with people with gambling problems. And, um, you know, he wanted me to give it some thought over the weekend, which I did. And I, I had some conversations with a couple of my friends. I knew what my heart said, but I remember saying to him over the weekend, I was like, listen, Old Bobby, <laughs> the one who who isn't all grown up, would have been like, it's my way or the highway. Like, that's part of the point of me being myself and doing what I want here on the side. Like, I have no boss when it comes to three, two, one, no kidding. I get to be the boss. But really, it's the people I want to help that are the boss. So it's about what they need. And where I landed, I definitely heard him out. And he even went as far as saying he wanted to change my branding. Now, everything in my logo has a meaning. And my logo was drawn by somebody in addiction, you know, in gambling recovery. So I will never, I'll never change it. It's important to me. And because I'm optimistic and because I have (laughs) beliefs that I've been put on this path for a reason that, the people I'm supposed to help, I'll be able to help even with the brand that I love and the logo and how I show up in the world talking about gambling. I'm going to not hide. I'm not going to hide behind it. So basically that was, he was kind of saying I was being a little outspoken and maybe that wouldn't work from um, a strategy perspective to help people. And I I definitely was more open-minded than I would have been. And I'm sure we're going to, it was a good conversation to have so that I could be more mindful of it. And I got some, some tips from one of the girls that I talked to about how to handle this because I don't want to make people uncomfortable. I want them to, I just want to share with the world what it looks like on the other side of quitting gambling. Like, like how beautiful and amazing freaking life can be. Even in, even in the worst of times, like, I said to my boss today, there's, I have a friend that's not doing well. And, um, and, and I knew, like, I, I knew he's been sick for a long time and, um, he has, he has cancer and he's had different forms of cancer throughout the last few years. 
And I just knew based on the fact he wasn't responding and some stuff that was going on last week that um, it was probably getting bad. And I got the text yesterday that he was in hospice. And um, and there's a point here. I'm not trying to do one of my sad meltdowns in front of you tonight. Um, although it's probably coming as the situation unfolds, but I totally lost my train of thought just thinking about it. Oh, oh, the difference between when I was gambling versus now. So now when you do get those crazy meltdown shows of mine where it might sound like I'm negative, there's really a positive because I'm actually feeling my feelings and processing them. That's part of the gifts of recovery and not gambling anymore and not drinking anymore. Um, so, so what I said to her was like, I am, and this is like, I feel horrible saying this cause it's so selfish. It's like, I'm tired of, of my people dying. Like, I think I've lost a person or dealt with death like every single month of 2020 and it's you know it's been different different things um but I you know it's been one after another after another and it's like fuck like just fuck and yeah selfishly I'm I'm tired of it like I don't want to lose people I don't want the people that I'm losing there are people to have to lose them either. Like, it just sucks. But I will tell you that if I was still gambling and I was hiding behind my gambling and my drinking to deal with all the shit that's happened the last six months, it, it would be it would be devastating. And I wouldn't be functioning. I would just be drowning, drowning all this stuff. And, and as I learn more about myself... And, and why I ended up gambling and drinking and stuff. What I believe to be the case is from burying all that stuff. So even on the bad days when I know that I potentially am going to lose one of another one of my friends um, at any time, I can still be better about that because I know that I've had good time with him and good conversation and I've been open with him and I get to express my love because now I feel love in a different way. If I was still if I was still gambling, I would be missing out on these people that are in my life. These people that I'm grieving. So even though it's it's bad and it is bad and it sucks and it doesn't discount any of that. But the fact that I've gotten to be present the last three years of my life and and be engaged with these people and and let them know that I care and and I live every day, not like I'm dying tomorrow, but like so that I don't have regrets. I try to be really, really mindful of letting people know how important they are, how much I love them, how much I value them, just letting them know how beautiful they are on any random day, not for any reason, just express gratitude for people being in my life. And um, that's a that's a gift I didn't have before. So it's one of the many things I'm grateful for. But if I wasn't open-minded and, and absorbing different tricks and things that I've learned along the way in my recovery, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't be feeling that stuff. I wouldn't be changing. I wouldn't be growing. So it's a positive word thing. I'm sorry. This is heavy on my heart tonight. And you get it whenever I'm, <laughs> whenever I'm emotional, you get it. And um, you get it from an understanding and you get it from a having to hear it. And I do appreciate you being there because this has been a freaking shit show of a year. And um, I'm still oh optimistic that we're going to come out of this on the other side, a, a better world, a better, a better universe, a better species. I know my life will be better on the other side of it, even after all this loss and, and sadness. Um, really, there is there is an upside to all of this, and I think we'll... We'll see that together as we continue to um, navigate through this year and situation. Oh, my God. I hate those freaking motorcycles. <sighs> I cannot wait until I live somewhere quiet. <laughs> I have to tell you that. And I'm optimistic that someday I will. All right, beautiful people. I am going to hit the hay. I'm obviously tired and maybe a little bit emotional. And, um, and I'm over my 10 minutes anyway, but thank you for my O words. I loved them today. I thought O was going to be a struggle. We're going to be on to P tomorrow. So I can't wait to see what that brings up. I'm sure there's a, a recovery word or two, a positive recovery word or two that begin with a P as like about a dozen of them pop into my head right now, but it's not my words. I just am the picker. <laughs> All right. I will chat with you guys in the morning. Thanks for being here. Good night.